This episode is brought to you by Kia's first three-row all-electric SUV, the Kia EV9. With available all-wheel drive and seating for up to seven adults. With zero to 60 speed that thrills you one minute. And available lounge seats that unwind you the next. Visit kia.com slash EV9 to learn more. Ask your Kia dealer for availability. No system, no matter how advanced, can compensate for all driver error and or driving conditions. Always drive safely. Welcome to the Kim Commando Today podcast. This is a replay from earlier this year. Hey, it's Kim Commando Today, your daily podcast to keep you up to date with all things digital and beyond. And I'd love to have you be a part of our podcast. You can make an appointment to speak with me. Just head over to commando.com and on the top right, there's a button that says email Kim. Fill that out and that's it. This is unbelievable. As a small business owner myself, uh, people are whining and they're crying all over social media about Apple. Why? Because Apple is making their employees come back to work in the office three whole days a week. And guess what the big bad Apple is doing? Guess what they're doing? They are taking attendance to make sure that people are actually showing up. And so they're looking at the logs of people swiping their badges when they go in and out of the building. So some of the comments that I saw online on these stories, uh, this one, Uh, How can you work for a company that doesn't trust you? How can you do that? Uh, Somebody else said, my privacy has been violated. Privacy has been violated by swiping a card to go in and out of the building? (laughs) Okay, this one was my favorite. I'm so depressed about this. I can't work during a recession. Okay, all right. Um, Here, let me help you out. What's the difference between a recession and a depression? What's the difference between a recession and a depression? Uh, One is when your neighbor loses their job. The other is when you also lose your job. And on that happy note, welcome to the Kim Commando Show. I am, of course, America's beloved digital goddess here with you once again. It's the nation's biggest, baddest show about all things digital. And you can find our award-winning show on over 425 top stations from coast to coast. And we're streaming in your favorite radio app. And you can also find us streaming as a podcast, as a webcast, 24-7, three months worth of archives over at GetKim.com. And a special hello to all of our listeners in the Army, the Navy, the Air Force, the Marine Corps, the Coast Guard, and the Space Force who are listening to us right now on the American Forces Network Radio. Our T-Mobile Unlimited listener line is now open at one 825 5254 is the way to join us. All right. This is part of the show where I like to talk about the numbers, right? The numbers that you see in the headlines and what they really mean to you. Because every single day, speaking of a number, I must check out over 30 different websites. This way, I can pass along all these tidbits to keep you up to date. And we're going to start with the number 10. That's right, 10. A lot of people are freaked out over chat GPT about their careers and what's going on and how AI is taking over the world. Well, I saw a study this past week from Princeton, NYU, and Penn State, and they came up with a list of the top 10 jobs that are most likely to be exposed by AI. And get ready for a surprise. Almost all are teachers, different types of teachers, every kind of teacher except for phys ed. We're talking English, history, law, philosophy, sociology, the list goes on. And then the most likely job to be replaced, oh, AI, we love you. The number one job that's going to be replaced by AI, telemarketers. Mm-hmm. That's right, with deep fake voices and everything else. They're just going to get shrewder and shrewder and shrewder. I just wish the FCC could figure out a, a way to stop all this. So anyway, new goal for you. Here's what you want to do. 
make sure that you are really conscious of your skill set. Make sure that you are the best that you can be. Up your game because AI is coming in a big way. We are at a pivotal point in our lives right now. Much like when the iPhone first came out and we changed everything, AI is changing everything this very moment. So you got to, you got to, you got to, you have to, you have to make sure that your future is protected. All right, let's move on to number two, Palm Readings at over 200 locations. Palms and Panera, right. Panera is deploying Amazon's Palm Reading payment technology system to more than 200 locations. So this way, if you want to order your bread bowl with soup, you just wave your palm in a scanner and you get your order and it gets charged. And then it's also your own loyalty system. So soon enough, you're going to get those free cookies from Panera. Amazon's Palm system is called Amazon One. It creates a unique palm print for each and every one of us, which Amazon then associates with a credit card that you use to sign up at a kiosk. And if you have an Amazon account, it's also associated with that. Now, Amazon and everybody says, don't worry, your palm print images are encrypted. Your palm print images are secured in the cloud. You can trust us. We are Amazon. I get that. But just remember, unlike a credit card, you can't cancel your palm print if it gets stolen. And if someone gains access to your palm print, they could potentially use it to make purchases or to access your various accounts. So for right now, I'm going to say a big N-O to using this type of technology. Because your palm lines, they tell a lot about you. But your browser history tells everything. Moving on to number three, five people got paid to smell your new car steering wheel. What? Okay, you've heard of CEOs and CMOs. Well, now there's something called the CSO. CSO. It's the chief sniffing officers. That's right. The great minds over at Audi have a five-person team, and they're known as the nose team. I'm not making this up. They get in the cars and they sniff the steering wheels, the seats, the trunk, to make sure you're getting just that right scent in your new car. And the goal is to make sure you have that new car smell because, you know, all the technology around just can't replace the old sniffer yet. They say the materials used to manufacture cars, they all have distinct cells. So these odor scientists, they calculate just how much of a specific material can be used so that the car has this certain kind of aroma. They actually have a smell scale, one to six. One means it's odorless. Six is like, Oh, this is unbearable. This is gross. Hey, did you hear about the cowboy who opened up a German car dealership? <laughs> He's an Audi partner. <laughs> okay, that one was a good one. That one made me even laugh when I wrote it. All right, moving on to number four, one bottle of wine and a few locks of hair. Thanks to technology, I'm sure you've seen pictures of Ludwig van Beethoven and his thick curly hair ministry on why he actually died because he was only 56 years old. Well, back in the day when someone passed away is that they would keep a few locks of their hair. So fast forward to today, we have these, these, these strands of hair of Beethoven. So what they did is they sequenced it uh, by doing a complete set of DNA found in every single cell. This is really fascinating to me. So what did they find out about Beethoven? Though they discovered that Beethoven had a genetic risk for liver disease and evidence of a hepatitis B infection. So he died of cirrhosis of the liver. Why? Drinking. He drank at least, at least one bottle of wine every single day. At least one bottle of wine every single day. And last, this coming in at number five. 
Somebody left a prototype phone at a bar? What's going on with that? Yes, it turns out a Google Pixel phone has not yet been released, but somebody found it and they put it up on eBay and there's a Google prototype starting bids $1,650. It got eight bids and it sold for over $2,500. Wow. Okay. Keep in mind that uh, the phone probably, when it comes out, it's probably worth about 500 bucks. Um, so there's no way to say if it was a real device or not. Google's not talking, uh, but apparently this is not the first time that this has ever happened. I don't know if you remember back in 2010, a prototype iPhone 4 was left in a bar in Redwood City. Uh, in 2012, a Google Nexus phone was left in a bar in San Francisco. Uh, in 2017, a OnePlus 5 phone was left behind in a New York City, not a bar, a New York City uh, coffee shop. That's right. So speaking of things, I'll tell you, last night I just had this vision that I was on stage singing with R.E.M. performing Losing My Religion. Then I realized it was just a dream. Coming up, I have a great trick on how you can check for dead batteries in your TV remote by using your phone. And then we're going to talk about whether or not your car is hackable and what you can do about it. And also, oh, we have the secret, the right height of a video doorbell cam. And of course, we have all of your phone calls. They have me in command. Hey, our T-Mobile Unlimited listener line is now open at one 825 is the way to join us. Okay, Alexa and Siri. So think about this. How many times a day do you actually say that? Of course, if you walk into a room and you say, Alexa, all these Amazon Echo devices just might pop up or even an app on a phone. Now, imagine if your first name was Alexa. Well, you know, that would be one thing, you know, you want to think about. And what if you're, you also had the name Siri? But what if your name was Alexa Suri. Okay. Joining us here on the Kim Commando Show, special caller line and viewer line is uh, Alexa Siri herself. Hello there, Alexa. Welcome. Thanks for being here. Hi, Kim. Thanks for having me. So has your name always been an issue or has it just kind of popped up over the last 10 years or so? I would say over the past decade or so. And um, when it was first, I guess, became a thing, which is some weird story with a journalist who contacted me about my name. Um, it was so funny because none of my friends <laughs> put two and two together with the two names until it became this story. And then they were like, oh, my goodness. Um, but, yeah, definitely a lot more over the past 10 years or so. And um, it's calmed down a little bit, but still relevant, still feels like, a little part of my identity, so. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like you should be making like a cut out of every time somebody says Alexa or Siri, yeah, right? I mean, that's what people <laughs> ask me all the time. They're like, are you getting paid for this? I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing wrong here, but not yet. So, so has it ever happened to you like where somebody called you and they didn't mean to call you, but they meant to call their virtual assistant and you were like, what? Or vice versa? Oh, all the time. Um, when I'm in meetings um, on, on different like calls, I get the either or all the time. Either they'll say Alexa and they're talking to me and <laughs> their thing goes up to which like I feel obligated to apologize because I'm like, sorry, uh, this happens a lot um, or vice versa. So would you ever consider changing your name? 
No, I, I actually, I mean, I really like it. <laughs> I've always, I felt like Alexa wasn't one of those names that was super um, common on the playground. It was like different enough. So that was why I liked my name kind of growing up. Now that it's actually Alexa, um, obviously it's the opposite situation, but I don't know. It's a nice icebreaker, I would say, um, when I do get to meet people. So I, I like that part about it. Well, you know, you mentioned icebreaker. So imagine having the name Kim Commando, right? Yep. Okay. I, I love I mean, it. It's uh, go, go Commando is your hashtag, right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. I can't tell you how many people, even when I was a kid, oh, I bet you go Commando, you know, or something like that. And I'm like, you know, now as an adult, I'm like, as a matter of fact, I do, if you care to know, TMI, whatever. But with Alexa Siri, it is an icebreaker because people will probably be like, if you introduce yourself at a public setting, they're like, I'm sorry, what is your name? Right. All the time. I used to be a server. So I, I got that a lot. Um, and then, yeah, I guess it's kind of just at a point you kind of embrace it. So there's definitely been a couple of times where I've people have been like, wow, Alexa. And I just tell them my last name, Siri, because it's makes it a little bit more fun. Usually they ask to see my license <laughs> or something because they don't believe me. <laughs> okay. So do you have any children yet? I do not. Mm -mm. Just dog children. Dog. That's okay. They count too. <laughs> Mine's Abby. Okay. And she's, she's 90 pounds. I didn't know. I had no idea, Alexa, that she could be 90 pounds. I don't know why I didn't know a golden retriever would grow to be 90 pounds. But now I have this massive being who still thinks like she's a lab dog. But anyway, here nor there, if the roles were reversed, would you name, knowing what's going on right now, would you have named you Alexa? Oh, you know, that's a hard, I guess that's a hard question. Um, I feel like if you would have asked me in the beginning of all of this, I would have been like, yeah, of course, like it's fun. But oddly enough, there are some groups of people online on the internet that are very passionately against this. Uh, there's like groups who are trying to get um, Alexa like banned as the name or changed over. And I was like, this is kind of crazy. But one of the women who were in the group said a lot of that reasoning was because her daughter was named Alexa and she was she had some bullying going on at school for it. So I guess I in that way, I kind of sympathized with it. Um, so I guess that's I guess that's hard. I I. I don't know. I like everything that's come of it, so I can't say I wouldn't. <laughs> well, you know what? You strike me as a person who can just roll with anything. And so um, I think, Alexa Siri, you are pretty amazing. And thanks for spending some time with us and explaining what it's like to have the name <laughs> Alexa Siri. Thank you so much. Thanks, Kim. Go Commando. <laughs> yes, you got it. I mean, can you just imagine 20 years from now, Elon Musk kids will be like, Dad. You really thought naming me X Ash 12 was a good idea? I mean, how did you come with up with X Ash 12? Because that's what he named his little boy a couple of years ago. I mean, is it true that the cat just ran across the keyboard? <laughs> that's what came up. Oh, man, poor kid. And I thought Kim Commando was bad. All right. How about a fun and practical party trick you can use to impress your family members and friends? Using your phone, you can check to see if the batteries are dead in your TV, your soundbar, or in your streaming device's remote control. I mean, how do you know if the batteries are dead or if it's just not working? So here's how it works. First, you're gonna launch the camera app on your phone. Then you aim the remote control at the phone's camera. Now here's the party trick. 
Press any button on the remote control and then take a look at the screen. If you can see a flashing light on the camera app, it means that the remote control is working fine and the batteries aren't dead. But if you can't see any flashing lights, either the batteries are dead or the remote control is totally busted. Mm, I know, bummer. Now here's something else to keep in mind. The remote control batteries, they usually last anywhere between three to six months. And if you missed all those steps, we have them all written out over at commando.com. All right, you want to stay right where you are because we have more of your phone calls coming up. We're going to talk about whether or not your car is hackable and what you can do about it. Allie's going to be joining us with some party tricks, some more party tricks, here on Kim Commando today. All right, still to come this hour, I got the right height for your doorbell cam. And then coming up in just a few minutes, do you have a hackable car, do you? Well, I'm going to tell you how you can protect yourself. And right now, joining us here on the Kim Commando Show is our very own amazing content queen, Allie Seligman. Hello there, Allie. Hi, Kim. So I love party tricks, just like the one I passed along about checking your smartphone's battery. And you, I have to admit, you are the queen of these tech hacks. I mean, you're always coming up with some great ones. And so that's why I wanted you to come on this week and like share some of the ones that are like the things that everybody's like, oh gosh, I wish that you would have taught me this sooner. Or I knew this sooner because you would have saved me time and energy and I, my thighs would have been thinner and I would have made more money. Okay, well, maybe not all that. So, so wow us with one great one first, Allie. Did you know, do you have a Kindle, Kim? I don't, but Barry has, I think, seven. <laughs> okay, that's enough for one household. Yes, exactly. Every time I tell someone with a Kindle this, they say, what? Your Kindle has an email address. You can email things to it. You don't have to go through the Amazon website. Uh, you can just open up your inbox, send an email to your Kindle. This is really handy for a few things. Maybe you have an ebook file. Um, oftentimes, I will download free ebooks legally, free ebooks uh, from the internet. And you can just email those right to your Kindle, open it up, it syncs, and great, it's there. So you don't have to be stuck in that Amazon ecosystem. That, that's a really good one. You know, I have to tell you, Barry has given me his older Kindles, because I know he's, I, I really think we have seven or eight. <laughs> but I just, you know, I, maybe it's me, I just can't. I just can't get into it. I mean, I've tried like, like you know, reading by the pool because, you know, it's really good outside. Yeah. Uh, but I always sit there. I'm like, but I just read. I can't like bounce from <laughs> thing to thing to thing to thing to thing. You right? know, you're a reader or you're not. I get it. I'm a big reader. I like the Kindle because I go through books so quickly that going to the library again or buying books or whatever it is, is just so time consuming. I would rather just be able to, you know, open the Libby app which is another really good tip. Uh, free with your library card, you can get, you know, any books you want for free. Um, yeah, that is a really fabulous app, by the way. It's so good. Because even if, like, you don't have a library card, because who has a library card anymore is, uh, you do, because you're like that nerd that has one. <laughs> you're like, I mean, tell me you were not in the band. Were you in the band, like the school marching band? I was in the orchestra. I played the violin for, like, 15 years. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yep. That's something new about it. I just learned it. The violin, do you still play? No. No, I haven't played it in uh, 15 years. <laughs> okay, that's it. All right. Okay, so moving on. What's another one? If you got a Kindle, one more little pro tip for that Kindle, too. Oh. If you are traveling and you want to, you know, you're sending yourself all your documents, like, you know, maybe your flight stuff, your hotel um, accommodations, anything else that you want to have a copy of, 
Well, what if your phone dies? If they're PDFs, you can send those to your Kindle and store them there, which is so nice. You just have an extra backup. So what do you have coming up next? What's our next great tip, Al? Say you're sitting there and you are, you, Kim, you are shopping for Barry. You're getting Barry a present and you hear him coming up behind you. Now, you can do the really suspicious thing where you slam down your uh, laptop case. You can minimize all your windows, which also looks very suspicious, Suspicious. doesn't it? Yes. You can minimize just your active window, and it's really easy to do on a Mac especially. You just hit Command-H. This is easy to remember because H for hide. Command-H, and it gets rid of whatever window you're currently working in. So whatever you're buying for Barry, he's not going to see it. It's a little trickier on a Windows PC. You're going to hit. Of course it is. <laughs> you're going to hit Alt Space N. Hey, usually I feel like the commands are way harder on Apple because you have to hit like Shift Control Option Command. Um, Alt Space N does the same thing. It'll just hide the window you're in right now. So if you're trying to be a little sneaky, it looks less suspicious than closing everything all at once. You know what? I, I do that because sometimes when he comes in. He like he looks at everything on my screen, and I'm not even buying anything, you know. <laughs> but he's like, "So what? What did? What'd you get a text message from John? What did you say?" I'm like, "Quit like, get out of here! Stop yeah, it!" Exactly. This is an AI use that I really like. AI can summarize things for you. Now, Kim, you and I have talked about this uh, in a different context. With you know, is it really fair for AI to summarize, say, a Commando.com article and not give us any credit for that? No, probably not. But say you want to learn about something and you don't want to get stuck on Wikipedia for 15 minutes learning about, I don't know, anvils. Uh, You can just ask ChatGPT. It happens to all of us, right? Whatever random thing. You can ask ChatGPT or Bing or Bard or any of them, hey, summarize this for me in 100 words. And so you'll just get that quick little hit of whatever you're looking for. Uh, You can also ask, you know, you can send, again, say a Wikipedia page and say, tell me about the history of blank and it'll go through it'll find that info for you so it's kind of like a little you know too long didn't read does the work for you which is pretty handy you know it is handy and i have to tell you the when i was writing the article about tiktok and we were going through all this stuff is i went over to chat gpt and i said i just wrote this article about tiktok and how to make sure that it's gone from your computer for good I need a nice, so I, and this is what I typed in. I typed in all this. I need a nice, snappy, clickbait headline hey. for this article. <laughs> okay. Awesome. So it comes back and it says, I'm sorry. We are not subject to clickbait headlines. We are not going to provide <laughs> anything <laughs> that. I'm like, so I took out. So I took out the word clickbait and I used and said, I need to create a headline that will garner attention. And then it came up with like, you know, get TikTok off your, you know, <laughs> get off your machine, right, your device right now. But like, and I'm like, okay, so instead of, so sometimes you just have to talk to it a little bit. Yeah, like, for sure. Certain words. Yeah, you can kind of yes. massage that question a little bit if it doesn't, if you don't quite get what you want. Also, a little clickbait note. I like to think at commander.com, yes, we have very clickable titles. Clickbait is when you don't actually follow through. You don't show people what they clicked that for. That's true. We promise not to fool you with clickbait. We will actually deliver. That's true on our we do. clickable headlines. Clickable. That's what I'm going to use next time. I'm going to say, I need a clickable headline. Yeah. I'll tell you if it comes back and says, no, we cannot provide <laughs> clickable headlines. Only headlines no one will click. Credit card. This is to save you some money. Now, you're buying electronics. Say you're on Amazon, and you get that pop-up that says, 
Do you want to add a warranty? No, don't. Uh, those warranties usually are not very good. So, okay, you know that. But then what happens if, say it was a product that came with a one-year warranty, you're at month 13 and the thing breaks. One of your credit cards might actually give you a longer warranty. Um, I'm going to get a whole list of these uh, probably next week over on commando.com because it's so handy. But a lot of different credit cards will double your warranty, sometimes even longer than that. And even maybe if it's not truly an extended warranty, they might replace the product for you if it's broken. I read all kinds of reports. Somebody who had an iPhone, um, it was out of the one-year warranty. They didn't buy Apple Care. At month 13, it broke. Their credit card company paid for a whole new phone. Uh, oh, nice. Yeah, somebody who bought, you know those massage guns? Mm-hmm. Somebody bought one of those on Amazon uh, month. I think it was like, you know, it had a year warranty. Almost two years later, it broke. They contacted their credit card company. They paid for a new one. So doesn't you know, it hurt I, to I, ask. I respect, I respect people that do that. Because, I mean, <laughs> you know, I'm not that person. Me After neither. two years, I'm probably going to be like, well, just throw it away. Instead of saying, hmm, I wonder if I can get my money back. So that's a really great tip. Yeah. That was a good one. I love that. I like that one, too. Um, And remember, too, your credit cards travel related. They might pay for things like, you know, if your trip gets canceled, you might get reimbursement for certain things if your luggage gets lost. So check into those credit card benefits you have. Um, There's actually some really good stuff in there. All right. This one. All right. We always talk about the great things you can do on your iPhone. Us Android people get left in the dust. This is one for you, my Android people. You can very easily send a text at a different time. You can schedule it out. Now, you can do this on iPhone, but it's a pain. You have to go through the shortcuts. It's a whole thing. On Android, though, write out your text. And then before you send it, so instead of, you know, quick tapping that button to send the text, hold down and you'll get a little menu that pops up that says, when would you like to send this? And so you can schedule it for later. Yeah, I do that with email. I never think to do it with text, but, you know, maybe you think of something late at night and you realize... Maybe 2 a.m. is not the time to send this uh, or, know. you know. I'm bad. Yeah, I'm so bad. I just send it. I'm like, <laughs> like, that was so rude. That was so bad. And then because you know, I'm sending to somebody on the East Coast. So, Al, you're going to write all these up and we're going to have them on the website because I'm sure people are saying like, okay, that Allie is so smart. Now, how can I share this with my family members and friends? And so... Uh, you're going to write them all up, and then they'll be on the website. And then people need to share all this content that we produce with other folks, right? They I mean, should. At least. Yeah, this is handy stuff. So teach somebody else these tricks, and then, hey, they might ask you for, and they'll probably ask you for more advice if you share such good ideas with them. But that's okay. Just send them our links. Yes, and then we can be your secret weapon. Yeah. Allie, thanks for being here, as always. And All right, if you have a relatively new car, it has a lot of tech on board. I mean, think of your car as just a roving computer, right? So you might have telematics, and this is a system that can monitor your vehicle's behavior remotely. The data is your car's location, speed, mileage, tire pressure, fuel use, braking, uh, battery status, and more. So here's the deal. Anything connected to the Internet is vulnerable. So if you have a car with built-in telematics, make sure that you always make sure that the onboard software is up to date. The same thing with networking attacks. If you have an OBD port, it could also be hacked. You want to make sure that you always have a physical steering wheel lock uh, on your car too. There's also in-car malware to be careful of. I'm talking about spyware. So on your car system, I never want you to open emails or messages or follow links from unknown sources. There's something called the relay hack that if you have a key fob, 
And if you do have a key fob, make sure that you are protecting that key fob. You know, get a box, line it with some aluminum foil. And if you want to learn more about this uh, relay attacks, we have it all written up over at commando.com. That's commando.com. Just hit the link that says Kim's show. Or you can just go ahead and search for the tip. Just use the phrase hackable car. All right, still to come, we have more of your phone calls. And we're going to tell you the right height for your doorbell cam. And, of course, you have more of me, Kim Commando. This episode is brought to you by Kia's first three-row all-electric SUV, the Kia EV9. With available all-wheel drive and seating for up to seven adults. With zero to 60 speed that thrills you one minute. And available lounge seats that unwind you the next. Visit kia.com slash EV9 to learn more. Ask your Kia dealer for availability. No system, no matter how advanced, can compensate for all driver error and or driving conditions. Always drive safely. Tom in Fort Myers, Florida. Glad to have you. We need your help. Okay, I'm here for you. I'm I'm with the Veterans of Foreign Wars uh, VFW post on Pine Island. We've had to call in special operations, and the only person I know that would be qualified would be somebody with the last name of Commando, Kim, as a first (laughs) name. So, Kim, here's our situation. We are required by VFW National to have a Facebook page, a nonprofit Facebook page. We generated one a year and a half ago. Then everything's been going fine. Mm-hmm. Then Hurricane Ian came in September, destroyed a lot of stuff on the island. The VFW got through pretty well. But our Facebook page was, I don't know, blocked, taken down, unaccessed anymore after October 28th. No reason was given uh, you know, via their emails or the notification system. And we're unable to get back onto it. I'm one of the administrators. I had two others and they're also unable to get on. And it's been almost five months now. This is our main form of communication with our membership. And of course you contacted Meta and Facebook and said, please help us. And nobody answered. Well, we did. I, I, I uh, asked for it. It says right now the leading header says an admin or yourself has asked for a review and your page is under review and it's been five months. Hmm. Yeah, well, that's a long time, isn't it? Oh, right? gosh. Okay. Uh, well, first of all, this is just, I'm just going to tell you, this, this is a problem with putting all your eggs in one basket, right? Uh, and being at the whim of a company who really, they don't care about you or what's going on. I mean, they just don't. <laughs> they don't. I, I wish that I could say that, that they were a wonderful company. Uh, that really cared about its customers, but they don't. They just want to see what they can sell about you to whoever it is. Correct. Uh, that said, is that what they're doing now, is they, they're getting ready to do this, and they're going to be rolling it out, is that you can get what's called a meta-verified badge. This is a blue badge that's going to be put on your Facebook account. And you get to verify your accounts by using a government ID. And let me tell you my gist on this, okay? So it's going to cost you – it costs you $12 a month on the web. It's going to cost you more if you go for this through uh, Apple's iOS or Google Play Store. It's going to be $15 a month. It's always this way because Apple and the app stores, they want to get their cuts. So anytime you want to pay for something, you're going to do it on the web, right? Understood. So this way you can save a few bucks every month. So what I would do is that I would sign up for this meta-verified service, okay, knowing – knowing that it doesn't verify businesses, okay? But my whole thought, Tom, is that 
So the whole idea is that you sign up for this meta-verified service, and then when you get an 800 number, because that comes with the monthly fee, mm -hmm. is that you tell them, hey, here's the deal. You tell them your tale of woe. This is what's going on. So they're just now rolling this out, and I can give you a link to where you can actually check it out and you can sign up for it. Uh, so, if, so if you want to get on that wait list to do that. I wish I had some magical Kim Commando show fairy dust that I could put upon you, Tom, in Fort Myers and say, yes, this is going to make Facebook act correctly, but my magic fairy dust just is not working right now. Oh. And it doesn't work with Facebook because, as I said, they just don't care. They don't care what happens to you. They don't care what happens to your business. In this case, the VFW, I mean, talk about really being helpful to our veterans of foreign wars. They should be there, uh, but they're not. So I would sign up for their verified service. If that doesn't work for you for some reason, Tom, I can try to find a Facebook contact for you. But I'll tell you, I've tried before for myself, and I couldn't even get it for myself because I'll tell you, they just don't answer any calls for anybody at any time because they just don't give a rats about any of us unless they're making money off of us. I'll tell you, you can try going to facebook.com slash hacked if you haven't already, but I just, I don't know, I haven't heard any good results from that. Okay, so you have your doorbell cam. What is the right height? If you put it up high enough, will you get a picture of the porch pirate's face? You're probably just going to see the top of the head. Too low, you just get feet. So Amazon knows the sweet spot to mount your ring doorbell cam. You want to be 48 inches from the ground, four feet from the ground, because it has this very wide viewing scope and the doorbell will detect motion up to 180 degrees. Up and down, track faces, no problem. If you mount it, mount it any higher, it's no good. So again, just remember, four feet. Now, if you laughed or you learned just one thing, you owe me a favor. You need to tell three friends about the Kim Commando Show podcast and as well as the show, because knowledge is power, you can find me 24-7 at commando.com. This program is a copyrighted production of Westar Multimedia Entertainment and protected by the copyright laws. Any rebroadcast or use of this program for commercial, business, economic, or financial purposes without the written permission of Westar Multimedia Entertainment is strictly prohibited. Yeah.